And joining us for a further look at what's playing itself out in the market scene is Viv Gavinder from Rand Swiss Offshore. Viv, a good afternoon to you. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. All right, Viv, it does look like uh, we are seeing green screens all around. I'm keen to get your thoughts uh, on what could be driving a market positive pins today. We do know that we're all uh, waiting with bated breath to see what will come out of the MPC. Uh, yes, I think um, at the moment, the market basically has been reasonably you know, positive for quite some, uh, for a little while now, for the last uh, couple of weeks or so, ever since we saw uh, you know, inflation numbers in the U.S. come in lower than anticipated and also uh, similar numbers coming in from Europe and uh, also uh, from the U.K. Uh, I think right now there is an expectation that we are going to be seeing, uh, you know, a, a bit more dovish position coming through. Uh, from the U.S. and from other parts of the world as well. And that's actually helping markets quite nicely. Uh, obviously, in the U.S., you know, obviously it's Thanksgiving Day, so that's uh, obviously making a difference. And that might be just something that we're seeing right now where there's not too much action happening in the market. And therefore, you know, we're kind of drifting higher just on the overall positive news. Um, let's talk about your expectations for our MPC today, Viv. What are you anticipating there? Uh, should be no change. Uh, I do think that uh, if there is a surprise, it won't be a cut. Uh, I mean, it would be very uh, it was unusual for the Reserve Bank to cut, especially when we had the last inflation figure coming at just below 6%, and the upper band is 6%, and before the rest of the world is cutting. Uh, it would hurt our currency, it would make inflation go higher, because, you know, if the imported goods become more expensive, the currency gets weaker. So overall, I, I don't expect any kind of like, no cut coming through. And, you know, raising right now, I don't think is, 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 is probably the right idea. Uh, a lot of the stuff that's coming through with the CPI number, like, for instance, the food numbers and so on, uh, are temporary measures that are going to disappear. And I do think we are going to be seeing uh, oil prices and the stronger round helping us with inflation in the next couple of months. Once again, to get your thoughts on the rand, we are seeing it uh, around the 1870 market. We've seen it do better than this uh, in recent weeks. But of course, uh, a bit of a discrepancy now. Viv, keen to get your thoughts on that one. Uh, what could have happened uh, with the rand or what is uh, currently driving this performance? Yeah, look, I mean, I think it was that uh, inflation number was a bit surprising. I mean, we were expecting a little lower inflation than that, which is obviously not great. Uh, but I do think that, you know, yes, it has been a bit stronger in the last couple of months, or a couple of weeks, rather, but also a lot weaker as well in the last couple of weeks. I mean, us breaking back through the the uh, 19 level and, you know, getting below 19 was, uh, I think, a key number. Uh, we got as low as about 18, 30, 18, 20 or so. Uh, I think we, if we see some more stability in the market, I think especially if we see inflation, you know, moderate a bit, I think we'll be more in a better situation in terms of uh, the rank going forward. And remember, the, the more stability there is, the better the rank looks, the better the rank looks, the more stability we get because it obviously helps with inflation. I'm keen to uh, get your thoughts on some company news. Yesterday, after uh, the markets closed, we would have uh, heard announcements on uh, some changes in our banking sector with regards to Jason Quinn moving uh, from APSA to NetBank from financial director to CEO. What are your thoughts on this one? Well, I do see the NetBank share price is up 2%, so it looks like markets have received the information well. Yeah, look, I mean, I don't know uh, about the uh, sort of planning strategy that, that these banks are having. I mean, yes, competent individuals, I don't have any doubt about their capacities, et cetera, going forward. The only question I have is that this is a very, you know, uh, this is a market that's due for disruption. I've always, you know, mm. felt that you know, the financial sector is really due for disruption because of new technology. We're using the same systems we're using when we were using, like, you know, punch cards back in the day and stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, now with online banking, with all the kind of stuff that's coming through, that the new technology is coming through, um, I think that you know the, the situation that we got is ripe for somebody that has a more of a you know a high tech uh, you know more futuristic view. And we saw that with like Michael Jordan back in the day at uh, F and B. You know mm. he was really able to you know 
in real uh, advantage of his competitors just because of his you know forward-looking strategies very interesting take you have there for us. But let's also touch on Mr. Price. That share price is up, I think, more than 10%. So even though, uh, you know, the results aren't as good as Mr. Price often looks, it looks like uh, investors are satisfied with what they've seen. Uh, keen to get your thoughts on this one. Yeah, look, the load sharing has been uh, obviously an issue. And we'll talk, every time we talk about any retail in this country at the moment, is load sharing. Uh, and I think we've seen a tick up again the last couple of days, which is very unfortunate. Uh, they said there are 60,000 hours of load sharing. Uh, which is about you know almost 200 million uh, rounds of revenue. Uh, they're also spending another 140 million to acquire backup systems. So all these factors have come into place. But I do think going forward, you know, in a couple you know years or so time, what, what you're going to be seeing happening is a lot of these these companies now accept the fact that loading is a factor of life. Uh, you can't basically just wait and hope until you know ESCOM gets its action order and everything gets solved. And that's not it's actually better because what happens is you're more willing to spend the money that gets you out of this hole. Uh, basically have your own power supplies, your own backup systems, etc. And I do expect, you know, in a few years' time, you're going to see uh, a lot of the companies that can afford to, and all the people that can afford to as well, to effectively get off the, uh, the dependency on ESCOM. Uh, could Mr. Price benefit from more credit sales, Uh, uh Look, uh, I think it's, it's, it's possible. Uh, the thing is that with Mr. Price, it's kind of a weird company. It's not so much a company that, even though Mr. Price is, is, is a, you know, cheaper clothing is not the more high-end stuff. It's generally cheaper clothing for wealthier people, if you know what I mean. So it's the guy that buys the rich, the expensive stuff. Everybody wants to buy everyday stuff he buys from Mr. Price. It's not the poor person buying the everyday stuff from Mr. Price. So uh, it's a slightly different kind of uh, you know market that they deal with. And then let's talk on Woolies and that remuneration uh, policy and what's happening there. We are seeing executive pay, uh, you know, being further and further thrusted into the limelight. And I'm wondering uh, if Woolworths is any different in this regard. Uh, I've actually, I understand the case against uh, the pay, but I also understand the case for it. Uh, what are your thoughts, Yavim? I think if you, if you make uh, basically uh, shareholders' money, then you should be rewarded. Uh, you know, because, uh, because and Woolworths over the last, say, uh, several years has done reasonably well, you know what I mean, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, performances and so on. Uh, up about 30% in the last five years compared to some of the competitors, that's reasonably good. But 30% in five years is not exactly, uh, you know, blowing the lights out yet. So uh, you, you can't expect to be rewarded with a super great, you know, remuneration uh, if, you know, you're doing 30% in five years. Like better than some of its competitors, but still, you know, uh, as an absolute level of very good. And this is over a five year period, so it's not a like a one-year, you know, blip in the radar. Now, I'm keen to get your stock pick in a bit, but first I'd like us to reflect on counters that have found favour with your industry peers. I'm going for Puma, you know, the, uh, and it's a very contrary share to what David would normally choose. This is a top left to bottom right share price, whereas David normally goes the other way around. Mm -hmm. But it just looks too cheap. I mean, it's gaining a little bit of market shares. It's got a few problems in the in 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 the U.S. It's been a bit of a a laggard there, but at this valuation for a brand like this, I think it is just cheap, and you should get a half decent return out of it over the next year or two. I listened to Jensen Wang Wang on Nvidia, and uh, after their results, and as he said here, you know, he said it. I didn't say it. He said the era of generative AI is taking off. Now that's him, not me. So when someone who runs this billion dollar company, multi-billion dollar company, tells you what they're going to do and where they're going, I've got to believe him. I know the shares are down now, but uh, when you go through his presentation and when you go through his 
um, you know, transcript or, or listen to what he says, you'll see how this industry is changing. And you can't ignore it. You know, it's it's going through different stages, but it's it's far from over. In fact, it's only beginning now. And the way that businesses are going to position themselves, the new businesses coming in. So I still think this is going to be the theme that's going to dictate us, that's going to dictate markets uh, next year, even though the share price is up 250% this year. <laughs> I picked AVI. It's uh, got a portfolio of, of very strong brands, Baker's Biscuits, Five Roses. And I think it's therefore in a strong position to service consumers' needs. And its brand portfolio covers food as well as clothing. And especially on the food side, it's able to service a range of consumer income levels. So it has a broad catchment of consumers in varying income categories. And it has exceptionally strong cash flows. It has a history of declaring special dividends every few years. Current dividend yield is around 7%, which can be considered quite attractive for a for such a well-run company. And I think the, the outlook for AVI is positive considering that during the course of 2024, interest rates are likely to be lowered, uh, thus supporting improved consumer spending. And in the category of cyclical counters, AVI can be considered more defensive, but nonetheless still a beneficiary of lower interest rates. All right, Rev Keen, to get your thoughts on some of those counters, we have Puma, NVIDIA, as well as AVI. Uh, I like NVIDIA. Uh, look, I mean, we've seen, uh, you know, obviously earnings go up dramatically, but the market expected it, so it wasn't too much of a surprise coming through. Uh, this company seems to have, at the moment, an understandable lead in AI. And, uh, you know, towards, as David mentioned there, we are seeing uh, more and more money going towards this particular thing. I mean, to give you an idea, I think Microsoft is planning to spend like $50 billion over the next year or so mm -hmm. on AI. Now, to understand what that means, this is, in, in a over a year period, the biggest single investment of any thing in human history sure. i'm not talking about any company but any thing any country no country has spent this much on infrastructure in human history on a oh. single product uh be it uh, the railway services or the because the the, the the space shuttle or the uh, trip to the moon nothing came close to 50 billion dollars in a single year sure. and so this just shows the commitment that they have towards the uh the, this new technology i'm very keen to get which counter uh, you like as well today <laughs> Okay. Also in the AI space, I'm looking at uh, Alphabet, which uh, goes uh, from Google, uh, Alphabet slash Google. Uh, they also have uh, an AI system, uh, or AI, sorry, a division called uh, DeepMind, and they're set to release their new program in the next month or so. From all expectations out there, it's said to be significantly more powerful than current systems. And if, if we see what the reaction to Microsoft, etc., uh, you know, doing a good system or doing a, a positive response to the AI does to the share price, we would expect something similar to happen with, uh, you know, Alphabet as well. Very interesting times ahead, Viv. Thank you for your time this afternoon. It's always a pleasure speaking to you. That was your Midday Markets update with Viv Governor from Rand Swiss Offshore.